Shaping Success with West Tankersley is brought to you by Aggressive Marketing Solutions, your solution for all business social media needs. If you need a team of social media marketers and content creators to help you build your brand on social media, text WES2020 to 541-709-6502 today. Get started building your brand on social media. Success is defined differently by every individual. Some have never even considered what it is. I hope when I get older, I'll be successful. What does that even mean? Money, cars, big house? On this show, we strive to look at it a little deeper, learning from successful individuals on what they believe success really is and how to obtain it. Everybody, enjoy the show. This is Shaping Success with Wes Tankersley. Hello and welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. Uh, this is episode 19 of the Shaping Success podcast. And today our ghost, our, our ghost, our guest will be Tyler Heed. Uh, and I wanted to say welcome to the show, Tyler. Hey, thank you so much, Wes. And I'm sorry I pronounced your name wrong. It's Hyde, not Heed. Very sorry about that. Hyde. Oh, no, um, you're good. Yeah. Spelled like Heed. So, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tyler, you know, I'm glad to have you on here. I've, I've, I watched your episode that you had with my friend Christian, and um, it was very interesting. I don't want to go through and and explain the whole story because I want you to do that because I think that there's so much that you have to cover. Um, you know, there's so much motivational things going on in your life, and I, and it's exciting to have you on here. So rather than just go through this list of things, let's talk a little bit about where, where you're from, who you are and things like that. And then we'll get into kind of some of the adversity and things like that, that you've gone through and worked through and been sure. successful. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm originally, originally from Seattle, uh, but then I went to high school in Arizona uh, and I was a big baseball player, uh, ended up uh, getting a scholarship to pitch uh, at BYU in Utah. And I uh, thought that was kind of my future was uh, playing baseball, being an athlete. And, uh, you know, uh, as you know, Wes, uh, being a baseball guy yourself, uh, life throws yeah. curveballs at you. Um, and uh, so we have curveballs come every once in a while. And uh, about a year after I was uh, finished playing at BYU, I, I actually had health problems while I was playing, uh, but I was diagnosed with MS. And so uh, you can't see right now. I don't know if you can see, uh, but I've, I'm sitting in a wheelchair right now, so I don't walk around very well. Uh, the left side of my body is pretty much numb. It's it's uh, doesn't doesn't work very well, and so uh, I have a hard time walking. I have a t hard time um, grabbing anything with my left hand, doing anything with my left hand, um, all of that stuff. So I was diagnosed with MS, and that was about 12 and a half years ago. Um, was a high school teacher for eight years, and then I decided to, uh, well, not really decided, just felt like I needed to do something different and uh, went back to school and became an attorney, went back to law school. Um, and then after law school, um, mainly became an entrepreneur, business owner, doing, doing some business stuff. So that's a little bit about my story. Um, so let's back else, up a little bit and talk about 
Well, yeah. I, want, I want to back up a little bit. So now that we kind of know where you're at and, and kind of what you've been through, I want to talk a little bit yeah. about mindset and things like that, because I think that going from being a athlete and having this career path that you that you talked about and then finding out something that, you know, was kind of derailed that I just I want to know how how you worked through that. What was your first thoughts? Because I know that it's kind of it's probably you probably had a few negative thoughts about what was going on. Why did this happen to me? Why is this going through that? How did you deal with it when you first found out when you first started having these problems when you were pitching in college? Yeah, it was hard. Um, yeah, when I was in college, I started having a lot of health problems, a lot of issues with my eyes and different things. And of course, your first reaction when that kind of stuff happens is you ask, well, you know, why me? Why am I the why am I the unlucky one? Why am I, why does this have to have to happen to me? You know, and uh, so it takes a long time. It takes a lot. You know, it's hard to fight off the depression and the. Uh, and I, I never was depressed. Don't get me wrong, but the the thoughts of, man, why me? Why do I have to have this battle or this hardship or whatever? So, yeah, and then then it's all a matter of okay now. I've got to really change course. I've got to switch gears on to what my, as far as what my plans were and do something else. Yeah. So is there anything kind of like growing up that, you know, cause obviously like for me, what really motivates me now was sports, you know, as you know, I, I yeah. obviously I have these jerseys back here, but I coached, um, I coached baseball for five years. I taught well, I was taught as well as a high school teacher as well, but just didn't find happiness and that. So I kind of switched gears last year, but you know, what drove me to have that mindset that I was going to be a hard worker, that I was going to battle through it and, and do that. Where did that come from for you? Where did, where did you get that? Cause it, it doesn't just come exactly from, it comes from within, but it, it's something that someone had to taught you. Is there someone who influenced you to think that way? Or is it just kind of your own thing? Um, yeah, I, I can't pinpoint one person, uh, but I've had lots of mentors and, and uh, you know, influences on my life. But uh, really, you know, I, I, I would say it's more of a spiritual thing, more of a faith thing, uh, you know, having faith in, in a kind of a greater purpose and knowing that, uh, you know, even even with despite the challenges, things are going to work out. And, uh you know, I'm really big on uh, kind of finding your purpose and, and understanding that that uh, there's a bigger purpose for things. And um, so it took me a long time, but uh, it took me a long time to realize that I could I could have an impact even with MS and I can influence people and have a, you know, kind of show that greater purpose in my life. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't really pinpoint one person, but I'd say I could probably list 20 people um that okay. influenced my life and like you know that kind of stuff Lot, lots of mentors and family members and all that stuff right so yeah and i feel like that's a really important thing you've mentioned mentors a couple times that that's you know i don't know that that um younger the younger generation really understands mentorship and what it is i think that it's great that you look at it that way and and that's kind of part of the show too is getting that out that that there is people out there who did influence you in a certain way and taught you how to do things it's it's great to have more than one though. So, um, so we yeah. get, we get through that. So you, you, you went to, and then you graduated as a teacher. So you taught for a while, correct. And, and coached, is that what uh, came eight, next eight, after this? Yeah, I taught and coached, uh, eight, about eight years. I was a high school teacher 
And most of that, I was a baseball coach also, yeah, including okay. being the head varsity coach. So I was like you. I was a varsity baseball coach too So in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I was at a little school, so it, <laughs> it was kind of funny. I got thrown in the wrench right off the bat because I had only coached one year, and then I went to go teach in Marsing, and they needed a head baseball coach, and oh, I took the go. call, and it was – it was very fun. So did you enjoy that? Was that something that you would continue to pursue? And, and are you involved in baseball very much anymore? Or can you be? Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. In fact, uh, I actually still do uh, some some private lessons. Uh, there's a kid here in my neighborhood that uh, is a pitcher, high school pitcher. And uh, I go out and work out with him and uh, do some instruction with him. So I, yeah, I love that still. That's still a passion yeah. of mine. Base, baseball is always in, in, in me, as you know, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, I wasn't great, but I was, I loved the game more than, I was a good football player. I had scholarship to play football, but baseball had always been my passion. I wish I was better at it, but I wasn't, but I still, I love yeah. coaching it. I love being around it. I'm really having a hard time right now because I can't watch it. <laughs> right. This is the craziest time of year, right? It's like, we were yeah. all fired up and excited for baseball season. And then, uh, man, things changed real yeah. fast. Yeah, hopefully it comes back around. So so you taught for about, you said, eight years. And then what happened after that? Sounds like you went you, you made another career change. Yeah, I, uh, I'd say that was another turning point. I, I decided to go to law school. So I went back to BYU where I uh, had gotten my undergrad. Had I, that's where I played baseball at. And, in college and uh so i went back to byu and uh went to law school this time around and uh that was a that was an experience being because i was i was 33 i think 33 years old um going back to school and uh hanging with the young with the young uh students and all that so it was, it was an interesting experience but uh yeah then i became a lawyer and all that yeah, I know all about that because I was kind of the same way. I was I worked at Les Schwab for eleven years, and and after that, I went back to school. It sounds like at about the same time you went back to law school and got a couple degrees in education. And so, um, you know, I can I can uh, relate to that with having all these younger kids in your classes and trying to keep up with them and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. How did, so how, how long did it take? Cause you said that you started having some health problems when you were in college at first, kind of out of high school. Um, how long did it's MS is kind of, it progresses, right? So you probably lost motion as you went on. Were you in a wheelchair when you went back to law school or had that not quite happened yet? Had uh, it quite, not made I was, it that far? Yeah. Good, yeah. Good question. So I wasn't quite in a wheelchair yet, but I had lost most of my function um so i was i was in a cane uh, in in a cane not in a cane i used a cane to walk around while i was in law school i had to get a lot of modifications for testing and stuff because of my inability to type um so they had to give me extra time to take tests and that kind of stuff so um luckily i had that but yeah it was uh it was something that i was battling ms during during the law school so you got through all that, which is, you know, I, I just, it's just an amazing story because there's so much that you've gone through to get to the point where you're at, but you, so you got through that, obviously you had to take the bar and pass that. And then, and then you started working as a lawyer. How long have you been doing that now? Or are you still doing that? Cause I know you have some other yeah, stuff going on yeah. as well. 
I am still, yeah, I'm still a licensed attorney. Um, so that happened in 2000. It's not that long ago, 2016, uh, beginning of 2016. So, um, so four years now I've been an attorney. So it's, yeah, I just, I, it's just such a good story. I love the fact that you went through all of this and you, and you got there. And, you know, one of the things that I, I want to, you know, I want to talk about is the fact that you had this mindset that you could do it. I mean, I'm sure that there was times when you're like, I don't know if I want to do this or, or whatever, you know, those doubts you would have. Um, what did you keep telling yourself? How did you motivate yourself to continue doing this? Um, the modifications are awesome. They do that, but that still doesn't help. You know, I mean, it helps you get through it, but it still doesn't do the work. You had to do the work. What did it take to stay motivated to continue to work? That's a really good question. I think at the time I didn't realize it. I just felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. And uh, I've always, you know, it, you, you don't, uh, you know, you don't uh, accomplish anything in life without uh, it being a struggle. Right. So that's probably a big part of your show. I'm sure is, is that you got to go through the struggles to accomplish anything. You're not going to just magically uh, be super successful. And, uh, and so, yeah, it was hard, but I just figured I just got to get through this and uh, things will be better on the other end. Um, and that's kind of how it goes, right? Yeah, and I think that's great because, you know, I've been I've been reading quite a bit. Um, and one of the books that I just got through was the 10X Rule of Grant Cardone. And he talks about how yeah. people set these goals that that are just easily attained and it doesn't really feel like you've accomplished anything because you can already do it. So when you struggle, sure. it makes you feel like you've actually accomplished something. So that's a great point. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I agree. So what would you tell someone who is trying to be successful? You know, I mean, obviously it's so much easier. It was so much easier for someone who doesn't have those disabilities and things like that. What, how do you feel when you see someone who says, or what do you say to that person who's like, I'm struggling, I'm going to quit, I'm going to give up? What, what would be some advice you would give them? Yeah, don't quit, right? That's the worst thing you can do. Um, quitting is, quit, quitting is uh, such a bad idea, especially when you're, when you're pursuing something that you know is worthy, right? You know, you know you have a worthy goal, you have a, you have a big dream, and... Uh, I love what Chris Brady, so Chris Brady, uh, CEO of Life, the company I work for, but Chris, Chris Brady, uh, he, th he says, uh, he says basically, you know, the quitting, quitting is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And so it's a, it's, it's basically, you know, you go through a struggle and then people just quit in the middle of the struggle. It's like, if you're going through hell, don't stop, right? You got to keep going, yeah. get through it, get, get, get to the other side. And, uh, yeah, that's something that motivates me is, is, uh, this idea of something out there, um, in the future of, you know, accomplishing my purpose or accomplishing what, uh, what it is I'm going through, having a dream and accomplishing that, those kind of things. You can't just stop. You can't just quit. You've got to get through the hard times. So quitting, uh, like, like he says, it, it's, a, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And uh, you kind of have to restart the whole process if you quit. Yeah, and that's great because I think that a lot of people don't look at failure. They look at failure. Uh, again, I'm going to quote 
Grant, because he said this and it just like, it really hit me, but they look at failure as a red light when they should look at failure as a green light, because everything that you do, if you don't fail at it, you, you just, it's not really that great of a goal anyway. How have you, yeah. have you had any failures that you've had to deal with that you could tell us about that, that you just pushed through and how you, how you made that, made that goal happen by, by working through the failure? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I fail all the time. I, um, set a goal that I don't hit or I, you know, um, I have to have struggles or those kinds of things. I feel like that happens all the time. I can't think of while I'm on the spot, a, a specific example yeah. of failing, but, uh, yeah, you, they, I've heard it said, you, you know, you you fail, if you're not failing, you're not trying. And, uh, right. as a, as a baseball player, we, we know, probably better than anybody about failure right so yeah um you know a very good base a very, a very good hitter is only successful three out of ten times right so right. and uh so failure is a part of the game it's part of life um it, failure does failure isn't the opposite of winning um failure is a part of winning right so you have right. to you have to go through the failures to get to the victories uh, and it's a really hard thing to learn. Yeah, and I think that's why I love baseball so much. Um, I've talked about that analogy multiple times on the things that I say because I really, it just it just teaches you that. I mean, it is it's a game yeah. of failure, and and to fail, you know, seven out of ten times and be successful, you know, yeah. that is just that's such a life lesson right there in itself. Right. Um, so totally. That's that's awesome. So where does this bring you now? So you said you're a lawyer and then you also have, um, it's, is it called the life app? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The life super app. Um, so the life leadership company has been around since 2011. Uh, I got started after law school. So a few years, a few years back, um, they, they were mainly a financial and a leadership development company, but basically all the, what, what they've done is they've taken all their content and everything and combine it into one app and it's called the super app. Um, it's kind of a do everything app, which is pretty awesome. Um, Forbes magazine came out and uh, it, at the end of last year, like in the fall of last year, and they said, our su there's an article, you can actually Google this. Uh, Forbes magazine said, our super apps the future and talked all about how there's gonna be these all in one apps um, that are gonna shape the way we do everything on our phones because people are people are sick of a, an app for this an app for that an app for this you know everybody's got a million apps on their phone so uh, the super app concept is basically let's take all of the best stuff all of our best content and let's combine it with uh coupons and discounts and cash back everywhere you shop and you can book your travel and and get all kinds of stuff i mean i i could go on and on and on and i don't think we have that kind of time but, right. but yeah i i i'm a i'm a part of this company that's developed this super app and it is just absolutely blowing up i mean it is just taking off so when businesses are hurting right now during this kind of crisis time that we're in where this is a business is a digital product and it is absolutely blowing up right now. So it's really, really exciting. It's an exciting entrepreneurial venture for sure. 
Yeah, and that's I think that that's funny with a lot of things that are going on right now that a lot of people hit that red light and they think that this is an opportunity to just take a vacation. And what really yeah. makes an entrepreneur right now is someone who is going after that in the time that they have, because now we have a little bit of extra time. Now we're at home if we're not at home and we have all this time to keep pushing forward. So that's awesome that you're keep working on forward. that. And yeah, I love that. I love so, keep pushing forward. I love that Wes. Yeah, it's uh, that's it's one of those things that, you know, I've uh, for me, it's been a mental thing that it's it's been great that I've had a couple mentors lately that have talked to me about about what I'm doing and how I can push myself forward. The the hard part for me right now is I'm still pushing forward on everything I'm doing. It's just I'm running out of I'm running out of time because you know how it is with an entrepreneurial mind. You can sit there and you can have five or five or six ideas and trying to do them all at once. And you got to figure out a way to narrow it down so that you can concentrate on one or two at a time instead of being crazy. <laughs> I, oh, I understand so well. It's hard because, you know, being an attorney and doing that and then having this other side venture just exploding on this, it's like, man, I don't have time to focus on both, but uh, you got to, yeah, you got to kind of pick your, your thing you're focused on, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's been great talking to you. I have, um, I have one quite, uh, one last question here. Our show is called shaping sure. success and, and I really feel like you've done so much to shape your own success. Um, the last question I usually ask is how do you define success? And, and, you know, we talk about how success is different for everyone. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's making, it's helping other people to find that. And that's kind of what the show is about. How would you define your success? What's the shape of your success? Wow. That's an awesome question. I love that. Um, shaping success. How do you define success? Success is so different for everybody, right? Um, some people would say it's money and some people it's ha having a nice car, nice house, all that stuff. But I've, I kind of mentioned it earlier in the, in the uh, call, I would define success as living your purpose. You know, what are, what are you here? We're all here on earth for a reason. And uh, what is it? Like, we got we to gotta figure that out. And we, gotta, we have to go after it, like, like you keep saying, and, and live our purpose. Um, so that's how I would define it. That's awesome. Pursuing your purpose. Well, Tyler, where can we find you? Is there, or do you do social media and all that stuff? Obviously you're kind of in a digital group. Is there a place we can point yep. people to come follow you? Uh, I would say the, the main one that I'm on, I guess is Facebook. I do. I'm on some of the other platforms, man. I'm not a good social media guy. Um, I need to get with the times with these young, younger <laughs> people, but yeah, I'm on Facebook and, uh, people can, uh, can reach out to me there through messenger or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's the main platform. Tyler Hyde. Well, uh, yeah, oh yeah, you have it on there. My name. Yep. Yeah. yeah, your name's on there and so it's Tyler Hyde and that's it's just okay. So it's just Tyler Hyde on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think okay. I'm on uh in Instagram, but I rarely check it. I don't check it enough. So Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the main one and uh I I follow you guys on Aggressive too, so you can find me there too. I, oh, like, yeah. I like awesome. uh, what you and you and Christian and Jeff and you guys are doing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's uh it's been it's been kind of a blessing for me to run into Christian. I coached with him last year and Jeff takes really good care of us too. He's running the whole thing and and it, they are great people, so I'm glad to have them. Yeah, it's um, awesome. 
Yeah. So thank you again um, for uh, being a guest. I really appreciate it. Hey, yeah. Thank you so much, Wes. Yep. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. I could really use your help with something. If you have found a little bit of value in this episode, please share it with someone. Uh, go over to Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star review. And also, I don't know if you know this or not, but I started a Patreon account. If you want to support the podcast and help me to get a little more uh, gear to help produce it and get a little bit better look and everything like that for you, go ahead and support me there. Have a great afternoon, and I will challenge you to find the shape of your own success. Have a great day. This was Shaping Success with Wes Tankersley brought to you by Aggressive Marketing Solutions. If you need a team of marketers to help you with social media, all you need to do to start is text Wes. 2020 to 541-709-6502, 541-709-6502. That is Aggressive Marketing Solutions. Have a great day. See you next time.